Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delightful page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, get to both 51 and 52, we jump right into the thicket, into the heart of the matter, into matters that are very difficult. Have a listen. Rav Yehuda said, those women stolen by kidnappers, just already really thick into the drama, are permitted to their husbands, as even if they had intercourse with their captors, it is considered rape. The rabbis said to Rav Yehuda, but while they're captives, they bring their kidnappers bread. This indicates that they are not acting under duress. He replied, they do so due to fear. The rabbis further inquired, but they send them arrows. Rav Yehuda again replied, this too is due to fear. However, I certainly agree that if the kidnappers leave them alone and they go back to them of their own accord, they are forbidden to their husbands, as it is clear that they are no longer acting out of fear, a sort of one passage exploration of the whole idea of the Stockholm Syndrome, the dramatic question of the relationship between captors and captives and when it crosses the line from coercion into something more complicated and here to help us unpack all this emotion, all this big drama, is the one man who can. My dear friend, my admirable teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin, make sense of this for me. Leah, what an absolute joy. And, you know, sometimes you get to a passage and you're like, wow, it's wild, it's crazy, but you wouldn't think of how relevant it is on a contemporary level. And in fact, sadly enough, this notion of women being stolen by kidnappers, who obviously in Talmudic times would then go ahead and have an illicit sexual relationship with the kidnapper, they weren't stealing them just for the ransom money, they would have inappropriate relationships with these women, and the question would often come to rise, what was the status of this woman in the kidnapping. And believe it or not, the entire responsa literature throughout Jewish history is littered with such questions about women who were captured by robbers, by captives, and then went ahead and asked, am I still permissible to my husband afterwards? And in fact, in this passage, we see that even if during the captivity they are treating them nicely, they're getting them bread, they are still permissible to their husbands. It is not considered like an adulterous relationship because we assume that they were acting in fear. One fascinating incident that really has enduring relevance came up, I believe, at the very end of the 18th century. It was a responsa that was written to of Yaakov Reicher, known as the Shavus Yaakov. And he was asked the following question by a very real family. There was a group of people that were taken captive by robbers, and the robbers wanted to steal their money and murder them until one of the women came forward and had an idea and said, how about instead of robbing us and killing us, God forbid, you can have intercourse, you can have a sexual relationship with myself. So in this case, which is very different than our passage in Talmud, our passage in Talmud is talking about a woman who is taken against her will. This is a case of a woman who offered herself in order to prevent a murder. And she wanted to know, did I act correctly? 
And the Shavuos Yaakov says, even though adultery is normally something you have to be willing to give up your life for, in this case it was absolutely permissible. Why was it permissible? Says the Shavuos Yaakov, because you went and you actually saved not just yourself, but you saved your entire party and group of people that you were with. Now, this sounds like a wild story that we hope does not come up nowadays in modern life. But believe it or not, this is a question that still has implications in Israel. Why does it have implications? The implications are when the Israeli government has to do spy missions. And very often on spy missions, there is something called a honeypot, which you may be familiar with from James Bond movies. There's not a James Bond movie without a honeypot. A honeypot is when a very attractive woman comes forward and basically serves as a double agent and deliberately seduces them. Is that permissible or is it not? Now, this really comes back to the situation that we are dealing with. Can you have an Israeli soldier who's a woman who is married serve as this double agent? And it comes back to the question of whether or not we view when you offer yourself in order to save a larger community, whether it's a group of people or perhaps the entire state of Israel, is that permissible? And it is questions like that, believe it or not, it only happens in Israel because most other governments don't send their spy questions to get uh, responsa from contemporary rabbis. But the Israeli government does have a chief rabbinate and they do send these questions to see people weigh in on. And it relates back to the passages that we are studying. When in fact is it considered coercion? And when in fact can a woman or somebody offer themselves in order to save a group of people. What an absolutely fascinating analysis. I had never thought when I was reading this and when you started talking that you would go the route of James Bond. But David Bashevkin, here we are. Thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.